You're listening to the Dogaritaville Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Lily. We are two dog professionals with two different styles, two different backgrounds, and two common goals. To drink delicious margaritas and talk about dogs. Welcome to Dogaritaville. Welcome to episode 24 of the Dogaritaville podcast. Today we are drinking margowanas and talking about CBD oil as well as some other fur mom advice. Oh, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't smoke weed, kids. Uh, (laughs) um, (coughs) I'm just being really authentic for this episode, okay? For every episode, we pick a theme for our margaritas, and we each do our own take on them, which are usually pretty different. Uh, We post the recipes on Instagram for you to try sometimes. And then we're always looking for new ideas. So if you have an idea for an episode or a margarita theme, send them on over. This is going to be our best episode yet. I can, <laughs> I can feel it. So my besto friendo made us a new logo or a cover art for our podcast. Oh my God, it's so great. It's amazing. At first and we I was like, it. wait, what happened? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> um, so I decided to go ahead and buy 50 stickers of it. So, here's your job, listener. Be one of the first 50 people. 5-0. That's 5-0. Be one of the first 50 people to leave a review for our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It can be any star you want. (laughs) It doesn't have to be five. Um, No, no, no. No, no, no. (laughs) We are not giving people who give us bad reviews stickers. No. I might do it. Um, That would be kind of funny. Because we love feedback. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Leave us an honest review about how you feel and screenshot that and email it to us at dogaritaville at gmail.com and I'll send you a sticker. So send me your address. Okay, that's everything. That's it. Um, I have a question. Are the stickers going to be square or are they going to be the cutout of the dog? They are going to be square because okay. die cut stickers were twice as expensive. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't necessarily like them as much. So it's a nice square sticker of a beautiful art. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, while we're on that topic, um, we have not shouted out our Patreon subscribers. Oh yeah, and we promised to. Um. So um. Thank also. You. Our Patreon subscribers should probably get stickers or no? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So you so guys we'll have send, stickers coming your way. Yeah, we'll send you some stickers. Definitely. So my mom, Kim Fisher, is a subscriber. Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, and then Sophie and Shauna Duncan. Thank you so much for being one of two of our patrons on Patreon. We like you. So- Sophie Duncan's my best friend. Aw. Hi, Sophie. <laughs> That's nice. We are going to start off this episode with a special segment called Just the Tip, <laughs> which, if you remember from last time, it's not something that we can say without giggling. Today's tip is be patient. It sounds very simple, and maybe it sounds like you didn't need to pay attention to it, but I'll say it again and pay attention. Be patient. It is ridiculously powerful to be patient, and it could be the answer to the training problems that you're having. I see so many people do things like ask their dog to sit, and then when their dog won't sit for 10 seconds, they just move on and like go about their lives, and it blows my mind. 
If you stand there and wait for a sit, just a couple of times, you'll start getting the sit much sooner because believe it or not, your dog is impatient as well. So if they want something bad enough and they are not getting it because they won't sit, they will sit quicker. Um, another example of being patient is waiting for eye contact instead of for ask, instead of asking for it. So a lot of the time I add eye contact. Okay, here we go. A lot of the time I add <laughs> eye contact to a cue, like sit or down or get out of your crate or whatever it is. And um, when I tell that to people, their instinct is to like put their finger between their forehead and go like, hey, look, or whatever it is. And then when their dog looks at them, then they say, okay. Um, but if you wait for the eye contact, it is going to become more of a default behavior. Um, not that you can never ask your dog to look at you, but more often than not, I would just wait for it. Yeah, that drives me nuts when people have the look at me command. And I'm like, if it's a if it's a command, it's not helping you really that much. Right. Yeah, so it's super funny to me how incredibly uncomfortable people get when they just have to wait quietly, even if it's only for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Because I will do private sessions, obviously, and they literally can't do it. Like, they cannot sit there quietly and wait like they can't they physically can't do it it's amazing um i feel like a total hippie because i'm standing there like oh just be quiet take a deep breath wait patiently (laughs) and they're looking at me like bro are you crazy um they almost always end up talking to me or talking to the dog or repeating the verbal cue and it's like no just stop (laughs) yeah like the one i see the most is they'll stand there and be like Okay, you know this. Come on, you know this. What are you doing? Yeah, they have a full combo. Right. And you're like, you're probably delaying this. Like, your dog might have sat if you gave it a second to think. And that's what I always tell them. I'm like, the more attention they're getting for not doing it right now, the less they want to do it. So you're you're doing this to yourself, right? Um, and then the lack of patience is just is a large part of why people rep- repeat their commands or their verbal cues because... They don't want to sit there and be quiet, right? So what else are you going to do? And then repeat it. And for those of you that don't know, it's like a general rule to not repeat your verbals. Uh, I think that's pretty across the board, regardless of like methodology. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you never, you don't want to get in the habit of asking your dog for something more than once because you're basically telling them like, oh, I'll keep asking. Don't worry about listening. Right. But yeah, for some reason, it's really hard to wait, but consistency is so essential. And like Lily said, every time that you ask for something and you don't follow through because you don't want to wait, you're literally teaching them that they don't have to do it when you ask. Mm -hmm. Um, And then something that I've noticed that kind of leads to that um, is just being intentional with your cues. So again, same thing. Almost every single session, people ask their dogs to sit without getting their attention first. Mm Mm-hmm. And they literally, like, yell, not yell in, like, a bad way, but they'll literally, like, ask for the cue to the back of the dog's head. Yep. And I'm like, what do you, what? Like, <laughs> I never. <laughs> right. Um, that's I had someone get- in class today who their dog, like, got distracted because somebody dropped a treat on the floor. So the dog was like, I need that treat. But, like, before they could finish the whole treat, their mom would be like, sit, sit, sit. They're, like, yeah. looking and eating this treat on the ground. I'm like, just wait 10 seconds till they're done. Yeah. Then they'll look crazy. at you, and then you can ask them to sit. <laughs> it's so crazy, because we'll be, like, out walking the neighborhood or whatever. Uh, and I don't usually do sit on walks, but whatever. Sometimes it happens. And so... Uh, Not even, like, at stops or anything? Not usually, unless the owner wants them to have that behavior. 
Um, but so one of my clients last weekend did want that behavior. And it's like clockwork. I, I knew it was coming before it even happened. <laughs> we walk up to the stop. Before he even stops walking, he just yells, sit into the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you're just walking along, walking along. And then all of a sudden you randomly bark a command at your dog and without like acknowledging them or stopping or anything. <laughs> right. What? Um, but yeah, stuff like that is not going to get you very far. So if patience is hard for you, being more intentional can kind of help you not have to utilize your pace and patience as much, I guess. Um, so instead of standing there and waiting quietly, because we know that's hard, <laughs> before you ask for something, call their name, get their attention, make sure that you're physically in front of them, um, potentially, depending on what it is, at a hand signal, because that's a little bit easier for them to understand, and then give them the verbal cue. Uh, that usually will cut down on your wait time and your need for patience, but there's not a, a lot of ways out of patience in dog training, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. That sounded like cereal. Mac and cheese <laughs> sounds bomb. Now I want mac and cheese. It's very yummy. So another as- another aspect of patience and dog training that's like less immediate and in the moment is like patience for the whole process. Also, because Oy. like. <laughs> Yeah, like a lot of the time, like recall is a really big one. Like a lot of the time people just like want to immediately start taking their dog to off-leash parks or whatever it is, or like to have play dates at friend's house or whatever, and get frustrated when their dog won't come in that situation. And I'm like, if you don't mind chasing him around for 45 minutes, then fine. But like, just take a couple weeks and like work really hard with your dog on recall and then go to the dog park and you will have a fantastic time. Like I just, I don't understand the lack of patience for the overall process. Like, why do you feel like your dog is going to perform perfectly overnight for you? I understand that completely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have t- a ton of patience in the moment. Like, I'll stand there and wait for a sit for 45 fucking minutes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, when it comes to the overall process, I can't do it. I'm like, bro, we've been doing this for a week. What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> It drives me nuts. That dogs are like animals. <laughs> yeah. It's really Yeah, annoying. that's a hard one. That's a hard yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's all I had for the segment. Did you have anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Cool. Alrighty. So that was just the tip. <laughs> Um, yeah, where's the jingle? I thought you were going to make a jingle. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. So I'll, I'll work on it. Okay. We're going to take a break here. And when we get back, we are going to talk about some fur mom medical advice. Margarita check. How did you make your... <laughs> what fucking face was that? <laughs> In hindsight, being stoned for this is not a great idea. Um, I think it's either going to be very, very funny or very, very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How did you make your marijuana? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I didn't really. Um, I s- bought a slushie at Sonic and added tequila. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that, that was it. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I got a large slush from Sonic and just added three ounces of tequila and one ounce of triple sec. Um, because the only CBD I have in the house is like bacon flavored. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. Uh, and I didn't want to go buy CBD, so I didn't. And <laughs> I just got stoned instead and said that that would make up for it. Did you get a specific flavor of Slash? Oh, yeah, lemon lime. How is it? Eh, not my favorite. I normally just get uh, lemonade or the Red Bull one, which is my favorite. I don't know. The I figured at least it could be green. <laughs> I don't know. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I did my best. Not really. <laughs> you got fancy as shit, huh? Yeah. I mean, I did the assignment, if, if that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> that is very fancy, okay? Um, so she's over, I... She's over here infusing things. Yeah, it really wasn't that difficult. I had to decarb the cannabis, which... Made the house stinky. <laughs> it's like basically baking it. Um, and yeah, so I did that while Scott was at work. And I'm glad I did because it made the house like really gross. Uh, <laughs> I like opened all the windows and like let it air out. <laughs> um, and I infused that with a few ounces of tequila and just like shook it every once in a while. And how long, how long did that take? Well, you can do it anywhere, according to the website that I read. I've never done this before. Um, you can do it for as long as three days and as short as three hours. And so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I just made a regular old margarita with it. So two juice limes, three ounces of that tequila, one and a half ounce triple sec, agave to taste. I shook it with ice and strained it into no ice into a cup that looks like I might have been stoned when I bought it. <laughs> and put salt on the rim. And that's, there we go. I'm still amazed by this. Like, I feel like that's a lot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you get high from it? Or no, you just get uh -huh. drunk from it? Yep, that's what the decarbing does. You it get like, it like releases whatever the high part is. <laughs> I, th I think it's THC. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Interesting. So you get drunk and stoned from drinking it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> this blows my mind. Not going to lie to you. <laughs> it definitely tastes um, a little um, different, but I think if I didn't know, I wouldn't wonder why it tasted weird. Yeah. You know? Well, okay. Lily wins this round, I guess. So, what do we mean by the title of this episode? <laughs> this may or may not be something you're familiar with, but in almost any dog group on Facebook, there are some recurring themes about advice that people might have for behavioral or medical problems in dogs. And the most common one we've seen is CBD oil. Like, no matter what the problem with the dog is, someone is like, CBD oil. <laughs> <laughs> but there are other ones that we'll get to as well. And keep in mind that a lot of the things we'll be talking about can be very good products or tools to use with your dogs, but we're making fun of it today because the advice is usually being given by your average fur mom who is not a dog professional or an expert of any kind, and it's being given with such confidence that it invites a little bit of mocking. So please, as always, remember that we're just drunk assholes who each have access to microphones. <laughs> we're not slamming any of the tools or products we might mention. 
So in this segment, we'll talk about fur mom medical advice. And in the next segment, we will talk about training advice. I would just like to add that the research I had to do for this episode damaged my <laughs> my psyche. Did you join I, fur mom groups? No, yeah. I don't so I don't even follow like other trainers or any dog related things on social media. I'm not in any dog related groups on social media other than the ones I have to be obviously for work. But so I don't I don't get a lot of uh dog training and dog stuff in social media intentionally because it drives me fucking nuts <laughs> but i went back so i would because of course as soon as we pick this episode my mind goes blank and i'm like i've never gotten advice anywhere ever uh, <laughs> um so i joined them again and oh my god how do you guys do it how are you guys in these groups <laughs> i can't do it it's so stupid um along um, did you yeah. run into the barrier of all of these groups were private so you had to like answer questions and get admitted no I, well yes but anyone that was private i was like i only need to look at it once and then i'm immediately going to leave so I, it's not worth my time right uh, i was i was lucky that there were a couple public ones that had more than enough data good <laughs> like i'll never be the same uh <laughs> Along with coconut oil, CBD oil has become the cure-all for literally all things, whether it's aggression or joint problems or your dog hates the color pink. I don't know. Um, it's literally, oh my God, literally going through these groups, it was in every comment section, no matter what. Like, oh, I need a, a harness that fits. <laughs> Have you tried what? CBD oil? Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously. Seriously, it's insane. Um, I have literally had severe medical dogs that we were about to euthanize because nobody could figure out what's wrong with them. Uh, and people will straight face tell me that I need to give them CBD. And it's like, bro, this, <laughs> this dog has seizures every five seconds. What are you talking about? Or um, what was the other one? Oh, the other one was a mega esophagus dog. And it's like, one, we've already tried that. Like, trust me, if we're about to euthanize a dog, we've tried everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, these people like think that these dogs that have like severe medical or severe aggression or whatever, that CBD is just going to walk in and wave a wand. And I'm like, what is happening? Right. <laughs> Um, I like CBD, don't get me wrong. I use it on occasion. It works for certain things on certain dogs, but it's not magic. Um, I live in a state where it's legal, thank God. Uh, <laughs> so I have a hard and fast rule about not getting mine from a pet store. Or now people like, like there's just independent sellers like MLL schemes. Weird. M MLM schemes. Yeah, I was, um, I was making fun of... I was making fun of it, and uh, a couple of my friends on Facebook were like, I sell CBD, that's so mean, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, what? Uh, yes. Yeah, they have, like, mid-level marketing shit for CBD now. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I never get it from the pet store or a random person that sells it, because, I mean, obviously... 
Uh, um, I only get mine from the dispensary and I tend to do a 20 to one, which is 20 parts CBD to one part THC. So it does have small amounts of THC in it, which the pet store and independent sellers, obviously that would be illegal. So they don't have that. And then my main reason I don't get it at pet stores beyond like the kind, um, because as, as I understand it and I could be wrong, uh, the ones in pet stores are hemp based. And the ones in dispensaries are cannabinoid based. But the bot- the pet store ones, like, to get a good dose, like, and the 250 milligram bottles are, like, 40, 50 bucks. And then for a big dog, you would need, like, way more than that. And the, like, thousand level bottles are, like, $120. It's fucking insane. I get really strong shit from the dispensary for, like, 40 bucks. I think one time I paid 50 bucks. That's bananas. Yeah. (laughs) Especially because for a big dog, like, you're going to go through a bottle. I can't imagine a bottle lasts you a month. Right. What the fuck? And then my only other thing about CBD, the CBD doesn't bother me that much because it's like, hey, man, if you want to spend the money, have a good time. It's not going to hurt them. Just waste your money. (laughs) um, But the only thing that makes me mad about CBD is the fucking cbd dog treats (laughs) there is almost nothing in them literally look at look at the ingredients (laughs) so you can get a bottle of cbd for 60 bucks or you can get a bag of treats for 30 that has i would say total if the dog ate all of the treats maybe a quarter of the bottle wow maybe like there's next to no CBD in those things. And if you look, most of them say, like, for a dog over 50 pounds, they have to have, like, eight cookies a day. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what, bro? Yeah, and even then, it's still low, super low dosing. So I don't know why anybody does the treats, but that seems to be the thing that I saw in the groups more than anything, uh, rather than the tincture, which was weird to me, because I've always used tincture. But, yeah, don't if you're going to do CBD, don't do the treat. <laughs> god damn it don't do the treats although i will say i mean they're popular for a reason i don't know if it's uh the placebo effect or what but (laughs) that would be my guess definitely it's so weird it's so almost every thread that i read through was like oh these doggy treats i was like oh my god (laughs) you cannot tell me that's calming anybody down for fuck's sake so another um, big fur mom advice thing I see, is that like a face that you make when you're stoned? Like, what is that that you're doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. She just keeps like showing me her top teeth. <laughs> okay. Um, another big fur mom advice thing that I saw when I did my research for this was spaying and neutering to solve behavior problems, which just like we said about CBD, like your vet might tell you that your dog needs that and maybe that's true, but like nobody on the internet can say that like neutering your dog is going to make them stop pumping things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty accurate though. I mean, not that it's like so... I don't know. I guess I just don't see that one a lot, but maybe that's because I only deal with spayed and neutered dogs mostly. I see it a lot for people who, like, say that they have aggressive or dominant dogs. People are like, you need to neuter him and he won't be, like, dominant anymore. Oh, yeah. People are so fucking dumb. 
I mean, yeah, if your dog has aggression issues, you do need to neuter him, but it's <laughs> for a it's different not, it's reason. Not gonna, it's not going to stop his aggression. The one that I see all the fucking time and actually just had recently is uh, oatmeal shampoo for itchy dogs, which drives me nuts for some reason. And I don't know why, because it's a very like oddly specific thing. That well, I was me. wondering when you put that down, because like I, I think that that's true in like a lot of cases, you know, if your dog has dry skin or whatever, it can help. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, but. <laughs> um, so oatmeal is a starch, right? I don't fucking know the answer to that question. <laughs> How dare so you? I'm, I, <laughs> I'm too stoned to explain it, but <laughs> oatmeal it. like turns to starch or some shit. I don't know. Uh, and so if your dog has, like, yeast infections, oatmeal shampoo will make it significantly worse. Um, and most of my itchy dogs have yeast infections. I see. <laughs> Hence being itchy. So, yeah, I've always been taught never to use oatmeal shampoo. Um, always use, like, an alloy shampoo. Um, if your dog has dry skin, you probably need to change its diet. The shampoo isn't really necessarily going to help you. Alrighty. So, yeah, we mentioned it briefly, but, yeah, coconut oil is another, like, solve-all oh, yeah. people yep. have. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, coconut oil is great, but it doesn't cure cancer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hey. If a dog yeah, was... is uh, set to be put down for behavior euthanasia, coconut oil <laughs> is not going to help. <laughs> CBD might. Um, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I didn't, I haven't seen that one in a while. I saw CBD when I was going through the groups. You know, the biggest one that I saw going through the groups and this, I guess, goes more into our next one. I'll save it. I'll save it for the next one. Never mind. Okay. You better type it so that you don't forget. <laughs> I, th I think I did. Okay. I think it's already in here. Oh, um, what's that stuff babies get? Pedialyte. Oh, I haven't heard that. Uh, <laughs> Um, so Parvo is super expensive to treat, obviously. That's like two grand. And people will try to treat it at home with Pedialyte. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's just they die from the dehydration. So you just need to keep them hydrated until they get through it. And so they're like, oh, yeah, give them like Imodium and, and, uh, and Pedialyte. Oh, my God. I'm like, um, no. I mean, I guess it's better than euthanizing them because you can't afford it. But like, dear God. And that's not true, is it? It's not dehydration that they die from. Is it? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I don't know that it is, but it definitely is part of it for sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. But yeah, try not to treat Parvo at home. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, PDL light is also not going to save them from Parvo, but. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that made me sad to hear about. Um, okay, that is some medical advice that you might find from fur moms and dog groups. And when we come back from our break that we're about to take, we will talk about fur mom training advice. margarita check laura how's your slushy margarita there's too much of it 
I have a stomach ache from all the sugar. <laughs> but it tastes so good. Well, that's good because in segment one, you didn't feel like it tasted very good. <laughs> well, now I'm drunk and I'm stoned and it tastes good. Great. So life gets better, y'all. We love to hear um, it. <laughs> How's yours, you fancy ass? It's uh, It's just about gone now. And it worked, huh? Or did you smoke too? Um, it worked. Yeah. It oh, worked. interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so amazed by this. <laughs> I'm just absolutely amazed by this. Yeah, I'll let uh, you know how I feel tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I would think. Well, I guess you probably don't get hungover anyways. Speaking of hangovers, because I don't drink outside of this podcast, really. Um, I went to my brother's birthday last week. Drank water the whole night. Did not have a sip of anything. Did not eat anything. Nothing. Drank water all night and was hungover the next day. And I'm like, am I hungover from being social? Like, what's happening? That sounds like it could be a real thing, actually. (laughs) Yeah, no. I think it is. (laughs) It was very odd. I was like, listen, I didn't get any of the good parts. And now I have a hangover anyway. (laughs) So it's occurring to me that it's not totally fair to just talk about fur moms because there's a lot of really stupid men out there, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> In the, the group that I was studying, for lack of a better term, it, most of the really dumb shit was from... I mean, there was plenty of Karens. Don't get me wrong. But most of the dumb shit was from dudes that were like, I've trained all my dogs my right. whole life. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So maybe we'll say fur moms and dominant dads. <laughs> That's funny. It also sounds like it could be a really interesting kink. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Oh. I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. That does. Dominant daddies. Alrighty. Here we go. Let's get into some common training advice. That you might get in your average dog Facebook group from your fur mom or your dominant dad. <laughs> the first one that I wrote down. We can't is- keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. Um, and I'm going to say it with like a weirder smile every time. Okay. The first one that I wrote down was saying, ouch, and acting sad when your puppy <laughs> bites you. <laughs> I, I do teach people ouch, but the acting sad was really funny to me. Really? You teach people ouch. Does that work? Oh, yeah. Izzy is a fucking psychopath. She overstimulates and, like, will attack people's shoes and is super fucking mouthy. And she's, like, a 70-pound adult pit bull. So when she overstimulates, it's a bit of a problem. Uh, and the second you say ouch, she stops dead in her tracks. It's amazing. That is my greatest accomplishment. so weird. Because I feel like yeah. if you were to, like, yelp at a puppy who was biting you, it would just make them way more excited. You know? If you yelp? Yeah, or, like, yelp? Yeah. Oh, yell. I thought you said yelp. Like I, yelp. I did, but, like... <laughs> oh, I was like, why Why the fuck would you yelp? Uh, <laughs> well, that's why people say yeah. it. They say that you should do it because, like, their puppy siblings would yelp at them. No, I mean, I guess it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of the same as like an off command, I guess. I don't know. That's so Uh, weird. I don't know. That's just what I've always taught. It's just like a verbal marker for like, 
it's basically just a verbal correction. So I guess technically I should be doing ah, ah. uh But yeah, I don't know. I've just always done ouch. That is so interesting. I I don't buy it. Like I'm sitting here not buying that from you. Um, that's all I've got <laughs> to say about that. <laughs> that seems silly to me. Um, what do you do when a dog puts a puppy bites you? I stop playing with him. And, like leave. Yeah. So I mean, that's the same prep premise just without the the verbal well but i feel like the verbal wouldn't work and i mean you're saying it does with your dog so then i believe you but like i just feel like if i were to yeah but the verbal the verbal doesn't the verbal is only working because you're doing you're stopping right oh okay the verbal is just marking the physical act of not doing it that is not the like advice i've seen i've just seen oh no 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 no, no. that is not how yeah no that's not how people do it (laughs) okay (laughs) okay but that's the actual training thing yeah no sorry the ouch is just the verbal marker for hey i'm not playing with you anymore got it okay 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 that makes much more sense yeah the advice that i've seen is like just say how does she not buy that what (laughs) you can't just not buy that like it's a thing (laughs) No, yes, like no, the, that is not the advice that people give. No. Yeah, the advice <laughs> that people give in groups is like their puppy siblings would like yelp and be sad. And well, you know so that's yeah. how they learn. So that's what you have to do too. And like, no. You know what the best one is? Is that you bite them back. That's the <gasps> one that you see in groups all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> Did I tell you? Did I tell you about the, I was at um, my nose work class with Mooney and there was another guy in the class whose dog was reactive, um, like just visually. So like she b- put a barrier up and then he was fine if he couldn't see us. So he could mm-hmm. be in the class, but just like not see us. And she was just talking to him about it. The instructor was, and he was like, oh yeah. And you know, like I, I do all the things you're supposed to do. Like I bark at him. the instructor i could just tell that she was like we're here for nose work and i don't know if i should comment on this like she looked so conflicted but i just i was like i have never heard someone say you should bark at your dog yeah oh i have i have that's insane yeah that's hilarious yeah that's uh i think that's probably more of a uh for mom advice than to yell out that's hilarious <laughs> i forgot about that so another one that i see all the time that i really hate is people suggesting certain equipment like a no pull harness or a halty or a prong collar uh, if someone is just like how do i teach my dog to stop pulling or how do i get my dog to stop pulling like that that just drives me crazy like oh get the blue nine harness or get like you know the freedom harness or the whatever it is or a halty. I don't know. Especially like the halty and the prong collar that like really pisses me off because like just you one see prongs all the time. What? You see it with prongs all the time. Yeah. Like, and if like if your dog pulls, get a prong. Right. And just like from one from one fur mom to another is not a good way to do that. Like if your trainer is gonna teach you how to use the prong however they, they want you to use it, or if like or the halter, you know, if they're going to teach you how to condition your dog to a halter, then, like, that's something for you and your trainer to do together. But it is so irresponsible and dangerous for just, like, a lay person to tell another lay person, oh, your dog is pulling, just get them a head collar. Like, don't stop. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> I, I don't think we'll ever be able to stop that. <laughs> um, like we've talked about before, man, people don't want to hire a trainer. They just don't. Right. I don't know why. That's, like, the biggest thing among dog owners is, like, 
it's very uncommon to have a trainer. Right. And it you you either like go to Petco <laughs> yeah, or at most. Right. Or like your neighbor who has had three farm dogs over the last 10 years, like will yeah. teach you some things. I have like, raised all my dogs. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Never had a single behavior issue in my life. Uh, <laughs> clearly, I'm superior. Interesting. It is funny to me that that bothers you so much. Um, Why? I don't, I just feel like that's just a thing that is, I don't know. That's just how people are with everything. I don't know. It never even occurred to me of like, that's a thing. Although, you know what? When I read that, I was laughing because (laughs) so they're my friends. They're not even clients. I mean, they are, but they're my, they've been my friends for a decade. So um, they got a new puppy and it's a big puppy. It was like nine months old when they got it. Uh, and so she's big and I went over to do a training session with them because she was wreaking havoc in their lives. And <laughs> so we did all the like insights. She like she doesn't listen. She was kind of out of control, blah, blah, blah. And the main problem was walking. And I was like, OK, that's fine. I'm going to tell you right now, the first session, we're only going to work on getting her to like pay attention and do stuff inside. Because yeah. if you can't control her in here, we have no hopes with leash training. Yeah. Um, and so we did that. Uh, and then we never really did another session. I touched on leash training briefly about like, oh, make her sit and stay at the door to kind of get her to calm down before going on the walk and make her be calm to get leashed up and all of that. So like we did the beginning of leash training, but we didn't start leash training. And then we never did a second session for whatever reason. Uh <laughs> He texted me a couple days ago. <laughs> Let me pull it up because it's so great. Uh, <laughs> and it's not, I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with it. It just cracks me up. Um, I walked, we'll call her Betsy. I walked Betsy this morning with a gentle leader. Holy shit, what a difference. Instead of getting pulled by a tank, it was like walking a ghost. If you have clients with pulling dogs, I highly recommend it. <laughs> and i was just cracking up because it's like if you want to use a gentle leader go ahead i don't care i'll get you one like i don't give a shit um i'm not the one walking the dog seven days a week uh but man that just cracked me up i don't know why it was so funny to me but i was like okay so we're not going to continue to do the training then <laughs> right oh my god we've mentioned it in episodes before but, like, I'll just say it again. If you put something on your dog and the be- behavior changes without you doing any training, your dog is not now leash trained. <laughs> it You didn't. I. That's all. That's it. <laughs> to be fair, we did have her on a no pull harness previously. Uh, but we're still going through, like, all of that training. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I met her once. Um. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I got I didn't even respond, not because I was annoyed, but just because I thought it was so funny. Um, I was like, oh, gentle leaders make dogs walk well, really? Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> if I have you're, any you're telling me with that problem, I'll <laughs> tell them to get one. <laughs> right? <laughs> like that was Oh man, I was dying. It was like that uh What's that TikTok with the Donald Trump that's like, I didn't know that. You're telling me that for the first time. 
I literally. This is the first time hearing of this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So yeah, if your dog pulls, get get a gentle leader. You heard it here (laughs) on the Doggery Deville podcast. (laughs) Oh man, so good. Uh, (laughs) And then the other thing that I always hear every day. Uh, is that you need to get a dog as a puppy if you want to make sure that it doesn't have any behavior issues. Um, Not true. (laughs) (laughs) Just not true. Uh, Can you go pick up a random dog without doing any sort of information? No. Then, yeah. No, don't do that. (laughs) Right. But it's not a Uh, binary between that and getting a puppy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No. Can you go get a random dog from a random shelter? No. But can you find an adult dog that doesn't have behavior issues? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> hey. Yeah, just all the time. I just, I don't know why all day it's been stuck in my head. The guy in the group that was just like, I've raised all my dogs from puppies and never had a behavior issue. I have five and they're best friends. Like, <sighs> Congratulations. I also bet that like, he has a ton of acreage and has never walked them. And if he tried to walk them somewhere, it would be a yeah. fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, that's a really good point. Um, yeah. You know, people are stupid. <laughs> if there's one thing in the world that I believe, it is that. It that's is my that. entire faith system. <laughs> are you going to skip the stop and stand still one? Oh, no, I thought I did that one. I, I was know. really interested in that because, like, I that works a lot of the time. So I didn't know why. Is it, that what you do? No, um, it's not what I default to. But it does work a lot of the time. Like, Does it? Yeah, I find that it really depends on the dog. So, like, for Mooney, I have to modify it a little bit. I have to, like, call him back to me when he pulls. Like, it's not like I can just stop my tracks. He has to come back to me. But if I go in any direction, he is happy to pull me in that direction. Like, for him, the reward is just moving at all. And so in order to, like, like use the um, negative punishment, like, take the reward away, like, I have to stop and keep him stationary. Interesting. Yeah. I've never had that work. I mean, I don't try it. I don't try it very often because it never works. But interesting. Yeah, so um, I, I was just curious about, like, what your experience was with it, because I was shocked to see it on here. Yeah, I just see it in every group, and a lot of my clients uh, will do it. They're like, yeah, I stop every time he pulls, so we just never get anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just never had a dog that uh, doesn't just start pulling again as soon as you're walking. Hmm. Yeah, I think that... Um, For any leash training advice like that, like when your dog pulls, do this. I think any of that given in a Facebook group is just going to be a failure because people's timing is so bad. Like it's not consistent. So sometimes their dog will pull for two seconds and then sometimes it'll be five seconds before they stop walking or turn around or whatever. And so the dog doesn't really know why we turned around or stopped, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, there's a lot of things I would say if I have 10 clients that I'm doing leash training with all of them, my advice to each one is going to be different. Yeah. Uh, Because it just depends on the dog. Like, I have a way that I prefer to do leash training, but that doesn't work on every client. Um, And especially, too, because it takes, like, 
you have to take into consideration like the environment, what equipment are they wearing, stuff like that. If I'm walking a dog on a martingale, it's going to walk differently than a dog on a harness and stuff like that. And my clients that live in a busy apartment are going to walk different than my clients that live out in Summerlin and have a lot more space. Like, right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting that it works, though. I've never heard of it working. Yeah. A- and I've never heard an actual trainer recommend it. I've always just heard people recommend it. So I was oh, like, that's what like, the fuck is this? That's like the standard. If you like look at the AKC way to train, that's like what the, their advice is, is to stop and stand still really? when you're not pulsed. Yeah. Which, you know, that advice on its own is actually pretty interesting now that I think about it. Because the important part of it is getting your dog's engagement back, which... You know, like when when Moody and I stop, it's not like we're just stopping and I'm waiting for him to just stop because he's like still staring in the distance and fixating. So like if I start moving right then, then we didn't learn anything. So like I have to get his engagement back to me. So that advice without asking for engagement is interesting. Um, but yeah, I see this from like yeah, I've never had anybody. Um, well, I guess that like by engagement they just glance. I, I don't know that I would call that engagement necessarily. At least, like, breaking their fixation with moving in whichever direction they were moving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. That blows my mind. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but, yeah. It's all so just made up. <laughs> there's that. So, that was some fur mom and dominant daddy training advice. <laughs> Stop it. (laughs) We'll go ahead and take a break here. And when we get back, we are going to talk about our favorite products right now. What are you giggling at? (laughs) Sorry, Boogie. (laughs) No, I said I was sorry. I stop. (laughs) He got too hot. And so now he's like half under the blanket. And his head's out, and he looks like he's sleeping like a human, and it's really cute. And so I tried to take a picture, but he woke up, and now he's mad. (laughs) He's literally just laying there growling now. Because your phone was in his face, or? I wouldn't say in his face, no. Did he feel like it was in his face? Because it was like three feet away or something. Three feet is... He was like, too close! Generous, yeah. No, he's... Uh, sorry! The first one was blurry because you woke up! Huh. I'm sorry. It's okay. I won't take your picture again. He's so mad. I'm going to send you this picture because it's so cute. Okay, I'll redo my transition. So we'll take a break here, and when we get back, we will talk about some favorite products. Final margarita check. How's your tum tum doing? <laughs> I'm either too drunk or too stoned to notice anymore. Great. That's what I, that was my wish for you. Yeah. <laughs> my margarita's almost gone now, which is somewhat problematic because I um I'm supposed to go to the liquor store. And now I don't think I can go. <laughs> what are you supposed to go to the liquor store for? Uh, my friends are in town, uh, so we're doing a pool day tomorrow, and I have to go get beer Fun. and booze. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Hard A, if you will. Yeah, we're getting um, 
sweet tea vodka and lemonade and i'm very excited okay (laughs) that is my favorite drink of all time and it's a goddamn delight that's awesome i wish i was having a pool day tomorrow i'm taking a placement test for college tomorrow why i applied to community college why um because i've been thinking about getting my degree in what uh, I'm not totally sure, but I'm thinking zoology or ethology. Why? So that I can know some things. <laughs> Oi. There's not enough money in the world to make me go to school ever again in my lifetime. I didn't even do anything this time. Now he's just yelling. Um... Uh, Interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> where are we at? Uh, we are right here. Do you like your margarita? It, it is gone, and I did like it very much. Uh, we're going to have to do this entire segment with boogie growls in the background. Excellent. Um, it's usually me with, like, screaming puppies in the background, so this is great. I really hope it gets picked up by the microphone because it's pretty great. (laughs) Scott just danced across the kitchen. (laughs) And I'm using the word dance very liberally. (laughs) Uh, I feel like anybody that knows Scott knows that. Uh (laughs) What? Better not be shit talking me again. Oh, yeah. He was not a fan of us uh, shit talking him being cold. (laughs) I was. I was shocked that you left that in. I was listening to it today and I was like, oh, she left that in. (laughs) I sure did. And he talked to me all about it. But sometimes I don't think he actually listens to the podcast. So now I know he does. Yeah. (laughs) Boogie, you're going to have to leave. Stop. I'm sorry I took your picture. It's been 10 minutes. Get over it. Goddamn. Okay, so so you you picked the segment for segment four, and it's a new one, and it's favorite products. Yeah, I couldn't think of uh, this whole episode felt ranty, so I didn't want to do another rant. <laughs> Thank you, Marijuana, everybody. Uh huh. Um, and uh, I didn't want to do a rant, and I couldn't think of anything else good to do. But I like to buy things, <laughs> so. Ridiculous. What kind of cookies are those? They're like little vitamins. <laughs> you can eat a hundred of them. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Now I want chocolate. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, I like to buy things and people always ask me how to buy things. So <laughs> here it is. Okay. My favorite product right now. Is something that I just got this week, and I think the brand is like Fitness Paws or Fit Paws or something. Fit Paws, yeah, Fit Paws. Um, and it's just a little circular balance thingy, and I'm loving is it, it a, right now. Is it a wobble board or is it like an air mattress? Um, that it's a wobble board. It it's not inflatable. So it's got like a ball in the center, and you have to balance on it. Sort of, yeah. Um. It's like, here, I'll send you a link to it. Hold on. 
Because when I, when I uh, saw Balance thingy, I was like, oh, Wobble Board. And then I was like, wait. Yeah, that might be what it's called. Yeah, it is a Wobble Board. Wobble um, Boards are badass. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, I think I might get a bigger one in the future for Mooney because he lacks some confidence in, like, ground that's weird. Um, oh, yeah. But I'm loving it for the puppies because um, – it's just something else. Like, I, I have carpet, I have tile, I have hardwood, and then I try to get them, and you it's, know. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's a really good confidence builder. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah, like, we, have to, when they put their paws on it, it moves, and they have to, like, figure out. Like, it's just really fun to watch them do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wobble boards are awesome. Uh, but, yeah, they are, they're di- super difficult, uh, especially for adult dogs, I feel like, are worse at it. Because puppies are, like, afraid of everything because everything's new. Uh, but I feel like adult dogs are like, fuck no, we don't trust that. <laughs> right. And then puppies usually, at least in my experience, if they're afraid of something at first, they'll keep going back to investigate it. Where an adult yeah. dog is like, uh, actually, no. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Right. That. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I love wobble boards. Those are cool. Where'd you get yours? Uh, Chewy? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is by Fit Paws. Uh, that's what. That's why I started thinking it was one of the inflatable things because that's what Fit Paws normally does. And I was like, do they do wobble boards? I did get. Um, um, I got a peanut from them too, but I, don't- I haven't tried the peanut. I always have had the bone, the inflatable bones. The peanuts seem hard as shit. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself using that one very much. I mean, cool, but seems hard. Uh- <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been, the product that I've been using like crazy this week is my cooling mat, uh, cause like we talked about, I live in a hellscape, um, and it has been like 105 all week. Um, and we still have so many, so many more summers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been using my cooling mat everywhere. Uh, even if it's just in the car, because even with the AC blasting on our way somewhere, it just makes me feel better about our lives. We have cooling coats, too, but most of my dogs don't love that. And if you're just, like, going somewhere really quick, it's not really worth it to, like, soak it and do all that. So, yeah, if we're in a kennel car or sitting at a restaurant, I've started bringing it with us everywhere. Uh, and I love it. How I got does a it super work? Tr- do you have to, like, soak it and freeze it? or? Um, so they're all different. Um, the cooling coat, you soak it and freeze it, uh, or no, you just soak it, um, and it really, like, retains the water and keeps them cool. Um, the one that I got is a cheap one off Amazon that I was just testing out, and you have to fill it with water, which kind of sucks, but the one that I want is a little bit pricier, not bad, it's, like, 30 or 40 bucks, uh, and it's just gel, so it's just a mat that you don't have to do anything to oh interesting uh, it's just when it, it's a gel and when it has weight pressure on it it uh cools hmm. which is kind of crazy i like the one that i have now but the water thing is kind of annoying and i'm sure it's gonna pop eventually i'm kind of surprised that it hasn't yet uh <laughs> but i mean it works so that's what matters right um uh, but yeah i've uh last week or the week before it was only like 90 so we could still go outside a little bit. <laughs> Only 90. Oh, my God. Uh, Today and I it was took, 88 and I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me. We went to a restaurant with Peter uh, and they had umbrellas and stuff, but there was still quite a lot of sun. And he just laid on the cooling mat the whole time and it was fucking great. There it is. End of the story. 
Are we done already? Yeah. Already. Be- being stoned isn't a great. It's not a, a great motivator. Thing for us. <laughs> I am not doing anything to you. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Anyways. I think if that- you want to hire me. <laughs> My advice is just bark at your dog. (laughs) (laughs) Just yell at your dog and then they'll leave you alone and stop trying to attack you for no reason. Yep. Okay, bye. You heard it here. (laughs) We have such good advice today. (laughs) I hope we don't publish this. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We have very few other options. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm wrapping this up. (laughs) our 24th episode is ready to be let out of the kennel you can find me on tiktok and instagram at miss lily's dogs or on my website misslilysdogs.com or my online training platform patreon.com slash miss lily's dogs she has all of the things Mm -hmm. um you can find me on instagram at proper puppers lv and my website proper puppers lv.com in our next episode, and I've said this before, <laughs> but this time we mean it. In our next episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about muzzles and drinking 4th of July themed margaritas. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That sounds hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, this time we're really going to talk about muzzles next. I think I've said that on the last two episodes and we still haven't done it. But this time I'm for serious. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. Uh, yeah. For real. For realsies. Next time on the Doggeritaville podcast. Thanks for listening to Doggeritaville. Send us an email at doggeritaville at gmail.com. Or send us a DM on Instagram at doggeritaville. And let us know if there are any topics you'd like to see covered. Or if there are any margaritas you want us to try. And don't forget to leave us a review. Until next time, give your dog a treat from us.